Ali, hello. Look who's here, guys. Uva Ball. With Uva Ball. That's amazing. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, fi finally. I really needed uh, two weeks off <coughs> with uh, one shit after the other happened. You know, the bronchitis happened and then this anxiety attacks happened uh, first time in my life that I even had stuff like this. And um, I'm taking now a medicament uh, before I sleep because I couldn't really sleep at all. So uh, for like eight to 12 weeks, I just have to take now like a, um, yeah, like a serotonin uh, hammer, like a, like a thing what blocks some process, basically what you have in your brain. But uh, it doesn't it doesn't affect me so i'm fit daytime and uh but i'm still coughing a little uh but i had to 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 take this as a as a warning that like i cannot just in 25 years make 34 movies and produce another 20 more and whatever and move from canada to germany and and close the restaurant and 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 at one point you get you get it back you know like i mean i'm normally never had like even in the biggest stress situations um any form of anxiety whatever but this time i had without a what is actually almost common uh what the doctor told me is that sometimes like this kind of uh, problems uh happening after so during all the stress you you work very well and uh and then it then you fell apart like months later well you so, know all the changes you went through there was a lot of change all at once very fast for everyone yes and then <laughs> together <coughs> was a very shitty dark depressing winter in the corona uh situations and lockdowns you know, I think that that just drove me over the edge. You know, the sitting at home, the weather is shit. We're never going on holidays. And that is the reason this Friday, this Saturday, uh, we, we booked the flight to Spain to just go a week on holidays because Walter has holidays for a week. But uh, now he is sick. We're testing him every day. So far, it's negative. Uh, he had the bronchitis like me before. Then he totally recovered. Now, yesterday and today, he couldn't go to school because he had a fever. Now, he said today he feels already better. He wants to go tomorrow to school. So, we'll go tomorrow to school. There, they will test him. And, oh, God, if we cannot do the holidays because he tests positive, that would be, of course, very, very bad. But then we have to, in a way, get over. In so, I mean... I hope we just can travel. Uh, it would be also for Natalie. Besides, in she was in England, but she never went in Europe anywhere besides Germany. Uh, and we are over eight years married now. I mean, that shows like how we were like never having real time and whatever. So um, we will do yeah. that one week. I, I'm optimistic it will work. Yeah, yeah, you need time for you guys to have fun and, and enjoy life. You know, I, that would be awesome. I agree. Yes. You know, that's warm enough there to even uh, tell pool and whatever. But there are uh, 
that you can basically could go in the ocean. It's maybe a little too cold, but whatever. You can go at least like till the uh, uh, till your pants or uh, your swimsuit or whatever. So we will we will see. But I'm I'm very optimistic that it works. And then you did a lot of stuff. Think about the raises. You did it alone. I listened to it. And then the Oscar nominations. I think we have a tendency now that all that prizes look at the look at the golden globes whatever they don't really matter anymore i don't think they 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 have a real let's say push on on the film well what was that, that they... one festival this year that didn't even go on tv what was it was it the i forgot which one it was no that was the golden globe really so that they're basically making themselves irrelevant because it's just like an award ceremony for people privately, old men who are rich already, old people on some little private board. We don't you know, see any of it. There's no like gala. There's no, there's nothing. And then how is that? Remember, you know? yeah, no, remember the old days was Ricky Gervais. Uh, he, he roasted that. I, I like the Golden Globes because when Ricky Gervais did it, he roasted everybody. And, uh, but then they had the scandal the Me Too scandal and all that stuff. And they felt completely apart and they didn't even get a get a TV channel anymore to air it. And then because of Corona, they could not do like uh, something where people were actually there. So I think it's uh, it's insane. And, and uh, uh, they are obviously, it's the Foreign Press Association, right? It's like the, the Hollywood-based worldwide film reviewers, film press, and but it's a very, uh, uh, let's say, rigged system. Who is, who are these people? And it turned out they were corrupt, they were, there was sexual harassment and whatever. So they basically canceled it. And, and uh, I mean, the Oscars, I hope they deliver a good show and, um, um, you know, a better show as at, at the Super Bowl where the, 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 the sound was horrible in the halftime show. And um, so let's let's hope for the Oscars. But when I see who's nominated for the Oscars, it's like it, Oscars went now art house. Yeah. Because there are no big commercial films anymore who are not like superhero films. You, you know? know what who I would... thought was the other day I was reading that Kevin Smith was calling out the Academy, complaining that the newest Spider-Man film wasn't nominated for an Academy Award. And to that, I have to say, of course it wasn't fucking nominated for an Academy Award. So what if it made a ton of money? What is your thoughts on that? Do you think that movies get nominated for Oscars just to, uh, just as a prop to make money? Or is it truly because they're good films? No, I think what we have now is they try to nominate the, the best possible films. Uh, but the best possible films are mostly from streaming services and they're not box office magnets. They're totally failing at the box office. That means not that they're, that they're not good, but I mean the times where something got an Oscar and then the box office had a, a curve up. You know, yeah. it was like, Normally, a lot of films came out one or two weeks before the Oscars in the hope they're getting an Oscar. And then in week three, week four, four or five, the, the box office went uphill. And it never worked out anymore since 10 years. 
I mean, you know, when you have like uh, 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 La La Land or Moonlight or Nomadland or all this kind of movies, or this year that Cowboy Sings Benedict Cumberbatch, we talked about it already. Uh, when when you have this, um, then it's it's really uh, um, yeah. Uh, Do you think that it isolates the viewership? Do you think that those films are too niche and uh, the mainstream yeah. audience just won't isn't attracted to that? Yeah, I mean, you cannot look. The Spider Man is a is the only mega success during the Corona time, and James Bond. They were the poor, the, the two movies who really performed like norm like normal uh, okay. during Corona. Times. That was these two movies, and Spider-Man totally overperformed. And I like that Spider-Man films, right? So I like Spider-Man because it's always more funny, and it has like uh, uh, it's it's not so too serious. But um, I haven't seen one in like the past four films because I got burnt out on all the superhero stuff. That it has to be something really special for me to see it. No, totally. And, and no, I agree, but but it's, I mean, I didn't went to the movie theater. I just watched it with my kids here at home. Well, yeah, you have right? kids. I don't have kids. So that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, basically, you, you're not getting around, right? We just watched here Madagascar 3 and Hotel Transylvania 3. So I basically see all that films. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Maybe we should talk more about some of those kind of films. Like, hear what you think about some of the animated Pixar stuff. Just... Yeah, no, they are great. But the best animated film was the Netflix thing, the the Mitchells versus the Machine. That thing, that which was, is nominated that, for an Oscar, it is nominated this year. Yes, and I really that film was also for adults, a lesson, you know, because it has this kind of like um, where the machines control the humans, and uh, the humans are all happy in little bubbles flying around as long they have their cell phones. And that comes really close to the situation we are in right now, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. so. I mean, we have we, we we have right now. I think a total absurd situation with the Ukraine. Because so the uh, uh, switching quick from film to politics, but oh, think no, about there's the, lots of real stuff going on that's important. It's true away from the distractions. So let's let's delve into the reality. Let's go for it. Yes. And I think in the Ukraine are now people getting ready to get invaded by tanks and airplane strikes from Russia. Ukraine today said on Wednesday the Russians will attack. And I don't think anybody here or in America can identify with that threat. It's just like for us, it's just the news. Even if the Ukraine is only whatever, 1,500 or 2,000 kilometers away from Germany. But uh, it's almost like a video game or you, you feel like that cannot be real yeah. that we actually have Russia attacking Ukraine against any better knowledge, against any better advice, against an, any anybody's logical thinking. You know, well, I mean, I don't know what Putin is up to. But the German Chancellor Scholz, he's right now with Putin, like during we talk here, and try to uh, turn him around. You know, I mean, we have a gas pipeline with Russia. What uh, we stopped 
like as Germany, it's empty, so there is no gas. And uh, if Russia wants to sell us their gas, they cannot inv invade Ukraine. It's impossible. Yes. We will never will get that Russian gas anymore. We cannot buy it anymore. They will get sanctions to the desk. So I don't know what is wrong with Putin. I mean, uh, I, I know he wants to get a better position as he's in right now. But I know also the way he's trying it is not really working. What it is is like, okay, I talked to a friend of mine from Belarus. This is what yeah. I think. This is what he told me, which is very interesting. Now, he's pro-Putin, and he makes it sound like, from their perspective, that the Ukraine is so already deeply ingrained with Russia that it's almost as if Russia already has them. Because he claims that Russia already has cor corrupted the politicians of the Ukraine, etc. Now, he looks at it like Putin is doing this. Um, he he wants the Ukraine to be taken, which I I say it's going to cause bloodshed. But yeah. it's all it's all about um, like he said that you can only swat at the bear for so long. Like they feel like that they've had territory taken from them. They feel like they've had, you know, the the NATO take countries away from Europe that could have been pro-Russia, and they feel like they're in a corner, and now they're striking back viciously to make a point. And the point is, is that uh, their world power not to be trifled with, and if you fuck with Russia, you create World War Three. It's all about like, uh, sort of like an ideal. So. Yeah, the Ukraine is uh, uh, an ex-Russian uh, vacation spot, and there are tons of Russian-speaking people there. But the destruction and death that it would cause, and it's the ideal of the fact that this country w was declared um, singular. They're, they're a free country, and this g completely shits on the fact that they're a free country. And the only reason why uh, Putin's doing this is because he doesn't want another country to turn over to NATO. So what do you think of that? No, and that is what we said that before. I'm absolutely pro that we say we are not taking the Ukraine in NATO. You know, because Ukraine historically, is exactly as your friend said, that 25% of the population is Russian in Ukraine. Yeah. So you basically have 25% of the population not really represented. So, and there are Russian interests in it, a lot of uh, economic interests. There are factories from Russia in Ukraine. Then you have the Krim, like the big harbor where all the Russian army boats are. And that is what Russia, the Americas said, Russia invaded the Krim when the Ukraine to, uh, said we are now uh, independent. But they had no choice. Because you cannot leave all the ships or submarines to the Ukraine and just leave. Of course, you will say, we keep that area, what is on sea and what is the harbor. So that is the Krim. It's not that the Krim is like the size of, of Florida or something. It's a very small spot. But they needed it because it defended the, the, the access to the ocean from Russia. You know, because if you look on a land map, Russia doesn't have so much access to oceans. 
I mean, to the Arctic, yes, to the up, like in the north, Siberia, whatever, right? There is uh, ocean and ice without an end. But to the south, where all the all the travel, all the trade goes, they don't have a lot, as a comparison to their to their size, a lot of access to water. And so it was clear they take the Krim and they got like shit all over the place for it. And um, I hope that Scholz today will make a difference. I really hope. Because I think that the Social Democrats who are ruling Germany now, historically, are more left, are more friendly to Russia. Historically. In the last few years, they were in a big coalition with Merkel. They were really in the center. But now they're more, they're, now they moved a little more to the left because they do a, did a coalition with the Greens and the Liberals. So I hope that he promises, maybe only under four eyes, Putin, that they will not boycott the shit of, out of Russia, that they will not let Ukraine into the NATO or the EU, and that they will get the gas pipeline running yeah. if he moves troops away because you have to give him something if you don't give him anything you know then uh, i mean what what the fuck you know like you cannot as you said what your friend said was you can you cannot poke the bear over and over and over again without losing your arm one at one point i mean you know like at one point it's enough and then you get like slapped and i think putin is almost willing to do that but he has to know um, the Ukraine military got a lot of weapons delivered, especially in the last four to two uh, uh, months. And you have to see, uh, there are people, they say, the Ukrainians do all the panicky to get all that weapons now. You know, because think about it, the strategy from the Ukrainians. They say, it's two Russians invade us, please give us all the weapons. And they got them. So now uh, they can defend themselves, right? So they they are not in bad shape uh, uh, military, and they would never get that weapons if uh, uh, if there would be no threat. For example, yeah. Germany doesn't deliver weapons to uh, uh, actual crisis. They're not they're not doing it. So Germany delivered only defense stuff to them right now, like like uh, helmets, radios, uh, this kind of um, ultrasound that you see sort of if a record is coming, all that kind of shit Germany delivered. But Germany totally refused to deliver to Ukraine active weapons. The US, England, they all delivered already records and whatever, but weapons. And because it's in the German law that it's it's because of the Second World War, it's not allowed. It's just not allowed. Like we, we are not willing to put more gasoline in the fire. You okay. know, and I don't know, like, let's say Ukraine and Russia goes in a full on war. Uh, uh, who will be most excited? The, the US weapon industry. Well, I think that you know, they're greatly outnumbered. There's so many fucking Russians there, man. I think they would get there'd be a lot of death. I don't think that the Ukrainians would have a chance, honestly. No, no, they, no. I agree, they have no chance. But look, what what was when Russia invaded Afghanistan? What was when the America and the NATO troops invaded Afghanistan? You think that Ukrainians are not fighting back forever? 
that there will be like a resistance that they will just say after two days, oh, fuck it. It's all good. I don't go know. To- That's a good question. It's possible that there could be continual yeah, resistance, but we live in this like modern <clears throat> era of like, I don't know, with all of this, uh, with all of the technology that Russia has, I think they could take the area pretty goddamn quick and force people, maybe jail them. I don't know. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna use fear tactics to get the people in line. Yeah, but I mean, there is a, uh, uh, for example, Vitaly Klitschko is the mayor of Kiev. So what what Russia is doing with all that people? Like the I'm Klitschko sure that they'll have... fucking they'll uh, they'll take them and put them in jail. <laughs> they'll put the mayor and anybody in power in jail and say, look, and then they'll instill their own people in in place, and then everybody will be confused. They'll try and take it from underneath everybody. I bet. And um, yeah. They freeze all Russian assets outside of Russia. They will do a no travel restriction that Russians cannot travel anywhere. They will uh, um, maybe take them off the international SWIFT system. They will never buy Russian gas or stuff. you know. But a friend of mine said already, the Russians don't need us anymore because they sell everything to China. So they will say, who gives a shit? Then we sell our gas to China and have well, Germany in this, in deals this going. World? Where everything is connected, they would, they shot down Russian drones and found U.S. technology parts inside of that, which says Russians, China, all that shit is so integrated now because of the internet that they have the ability to get the same tech that we have, if not better, if they have enough money. And they obviously have shown that they're pissed enough to do it. I'm not. I, I think Russia is totally telling the though they're serious in starting this war. If we piss on them, you know, they're serious. No, I agree, but I don't. I don't know also how this. Uh, uh, but what, but the, the question for Putin has to be, okay, what then? So let's say the perfect the perfect way for Russia would be uh, they invade, and it's a smooth invasion, you know, like the Ukrainians just put the weapons down. You have hundred dead, and the Russians rolling into Kiev the main city. So, what, 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 what is that? What, what, what's happened then? Like, well, I'm sure that they've already, getting, they've bought, they've bought out going, some of the politicians. Yeah, so, so you know, they arrest the, the president and whatever. So they're arresting 1,500 people. So, and then what they say then, what they say to the TV stations to the newspapers, to whatever. But what especially they say to the rest of the world is then very interesting. You know, we freed, you remember when Bush said that we freed the Iraqi people, yeah, so that they could join ISIS. So, you uh, know, like, I mean, that, that, I mean, but then remember that, right? So, but yeah. that is the thing. So what's, what will happen then? It's, it's like, Okay, so now you hold the territory of Ukraine, where 75% of the population are Ukrainians. They don't talk Russian, they talk Ukrainian. It's a different language. You know, a lot of Ukrainians, of course, speak Russian, but others not. So, I mean, what is here the idea behind that? That is the problem for me. You know, so it's, it's like, uh, definitely, they're getting then, for a long, long time, not a foot in the door to join the G8 again. You remember the G8, what is now the G7, that yeah. was 
Russia was included and then they throwed them out. So, um, I mean, all that stuff, the G20, they're never getting back in anything. So I really yeah. don't know where the, where the fit is for, for Putin. Well, you know and, what um, the uh, danger is, is that Putin is fucking tight with China. So it's going to be like world war, man. If, if Putin is completely ostracized from the European community, he's only going to seek help in like Kim Jong-un and China and places like that. Yeah, mostly China because Kim Jong-un has no money. I mean, he has a lot of money, but not the country. But uh, um, no, I, I think, of course, he will do more deals with China then, but China will not interfere with any kind of military action. Zero. But we also will not. I mean, we cannot have NATO troops defending the Ukrainians. If that happens, you, you will have World War III. Yeah, that's exactly what will happen. That's what I'm scared of. Yeah, and then we're toast. Then we wait for the end of the pandemic. Because uh, then, we're, then we're already like, goodbye, uh, you know, I mean. Uh, but that's I, why it should be taken a little fucking more seriously in the news media, because I think this seems like just right now we're eating our popcorn, watching the news, going, what's going to happen next? Fucking possible, one of the possible outcomes is a third world war. So let's fucking really pay attention to this, people out there. Yeah, but I mean, that would be it would be our mistake if we do this. Then it would be on us, because we we would then uh, um, um, fail, right? We would we would say, okay, now we bomb the Russians, and uh, then we have yeah. the the oh, real boy. the real deal going on, and that cannot happen, you know. I don't think that anybody would use nukes. I think what would happen is we'd have a lot of like ground war. We'd have, and we'd have a lot more like weird technology breaches like the, their hackers would be trying to breach our shit and set down our infrastructure and totally and you can be sure russia has very good hackers and if we freeze their assets outside of russia they will try to steal in online whatever they can they will hack bank accounts they they will hack institutions they will hack uh, uh, organizations and companies as they do right now but they will speed that the, yeah right the, the now real... anything, the fact that it happens so frequently now and they're not even really trying says that we're just not technology infrastructure wise uh prepared for a large-scale attack look at that sony hack our servers are not prepared. Even the best corporate servers are need to scramble to try and protect themselves from what will probably be the new normal tech warfare. Yeah. Yes, totally. That will happen. That will happen. Yeah, it's 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 really it, it's it's really strange. Um, let's say it this way, right? So it is it is a very very strange situation. And uh, no, yeah, and that's why but... I'm so. I think that we need bridges between us. I think that we need to stop demonizing the Russian people, and then we need to start like a reset. There needs to be a reset button or something because I don't know. We're at a point of like we're at the point of no return, where there are there can either be our friends or our enemies. You know, we should try to. Uh that this doesn't happen right so uh, uh i mean we should really try 
to get around that crisis. Also, then the stock market will go back up. I mean, I lost so much money in the last few weeks. Uh, what is horrific. And um, yeah, I mean, I want to change the subject for one second to the Super Bowl because I think that you can see in the Super Bowl like this, the 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 perversion of the rich. Kanye you know, West like, got booed. Kanye West got booed. I fucking no, but hate okay, him. like a million <laughs> bucks. Like Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck bought a booze for a million bucks. Drake uh. was I, I said Drake won three million dollars in a bet where he put like 1.8 million on the table for. And I think that is one of the problems we have, right? I mean, we really also, Bill Mayer talked last week about it, that we just have too much uh, of this absolutely insane wealth distribution to only a few. And uh, yes, we're talking normally about Bezos and, and Elon Musk or whatever, but we have to talk also about that second tier. The, the second tier is the entertain, entertainment industry where people are getting paid for doing absolutely fucking nothing. Where they get making residuals in an absurd amount of way. Where they made their whole life money. Look at all the musicians like Paul McCartney, whatever. Bob Dylan. They, they got $500 million for the libraries. Like Bruce Springsteen. And they made already before hundreds of millions. And I think this kind of also what actors make and then what they make especially not with acting, especially with their branding, with their advertising, with the tequila brands, with, with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is almost, has a few hundred million, a mediocre actress, right? But she has now the goop thing or whatever she has there. Then you have the Kardashians. There are like a few hundred people. They got so filthy rich, the Logan brothers with like the showbox bullshit. Uh, oh, yeah, Logan Paul is what I mean, Logan Paul, and, and so I think that is pervert, that is perversion, and it, it it shouldn't be. It's not okay that we have uh, 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 you know uh, this this kind of totally wrong wealth distribution, and I'm I'm really against this. I mean, we really have to tax the rich higher. But we also have to ta tax the rich, uh, you know, well, yeah, because I it's, that it's too simple. Logan Paul, he bought like a box of Pokemon cards for fucking like billions of dollars. There's a lot of yeah, things you could have. <laughs> exactly. Or the stupid NFTs who are coming now, uh, you know, like this this senseless, you, you buy a, like Justin Bieber bought something for like a, a million bucks. I mean, what the fuck? I it's think it's, it's... They're pictures of monkeys. That's the newest trend. And they're just pictures. And they're spending millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but you know, but you have to... Like, why are they spending millions of, of dollars? Because they know they're making millions a month. They don't yeah. care. You know, it's know. coming in. Like so that's why Elon Musk the other day made the largest contribution to charity in history. He donated uh, billions of dollars, so I give him credit. But you're yeah, right. But people what, like, what charity? What did he do? I didn't even look. I have to look it up. It's just hit the news today. I mean, I, if I if I switch to the news while I'm on this phone, it will mute me. So this is a cheap open. No, don't post it later. And uh, because I didn't saw this, what he did, 
But I mean, it's ridiculous. Normally, only the wife from Jeff Bezos is really going out there and spending billions a year in uh, in charity individual donations. What I think it's great. I you also know. read the other day that Melinda Gates, Bill Gates's ex-wife, uh, she had a huge uh, uh, portion in the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and she's decided that they have enough money and she's going to now donate all of her charitable funds to other charities, not to the Bill and Melinda Gates uh, Foundation. So if more people could do stuff like that, that would be great. Bezos had, doesn't donate shit. Um, it was Elon Musk who, who donated. But yeah, I'll look that up and we'll talk about it next time. But that is also the thing, like, I think what really helps are donations that really help the day-to-day -day life of the people that have nothing. Like yeah. get the get get the food in the school free. In like Compton, in uh, uh, you know, in the bad neighborhoods, get the kids all the food and drinks for free in schools. Yeah, or you just know, help them build a new school. You know, help them yeah, make let the them school all drive better. free with the subway. Let them all drive free with the bus. Uh, you know, give people they 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 make maximums free health care completely free but whatever like but things they they matter and and uh, they they help the day-to-day -day people who need two or three jobs to survive they would help them to just uh like bridge situations and and you could for example if you have kids have only one job if a lot of things would be completely free, the school books you have to buy, the school supplies you have to buy, if all that shit would be free, some people don't need the second job. And and I think that that is, uh, it is not providing it and the state should it, but then like, look, Warren Edward Buffett, he's 90. You know, he sits on 80 billion bucks. He said he gives it all to the Belinda, Melinda Gates Foundation. And she said already, no, thank you. We have enough. I mean, think about it, right? Why he's not doing shit like this now? Why he's not saying, what the fuck? I, I live another year or two. And he has a good life in Omaha. He's never spending money like for himself in a way, you know. But I don't understand people like this. I really don't understand people like this. I mean, if you have this amount of money, why you don't say in Nebraska from now on, all school food is on me? Forever. Yeah. You know, and with no That's problem. Maybe a hundred million bucks for him a year. So he could basically, you know, say from now on in, in Nebraska and schools, the school books are free. And whatever he could do. And that is the thing what I don't get. It's like, why they don't do this? I mean, what's the point? You know, what's the point? If, you know, what do you want to give your kids? 88 billion? And that's, his kids are already 60. A lot of the problem with a lot of these charities, too, is that, like, for example, that pink one, the Susan one, Susan B. Anthony for cancer or whatever her name is. You see all the yeah. pink stuff around for breast cancer. Like only 20% or less than 20% of what's donated to that charity is actually used for breast cancer. The rest of it is used for all of their paychecks and to keep the thing going and advertising. Most of it is advertising. So I get that you're saying that you want for someone to be able to do productive things directly, 
without having yes. to go through these charities. I hear you. Yes, because it's and on this level, like the Jeff Bezos wife, ex-wife, she gives the stuff directly. She has two or three researchers on her own stuff, and then they go, they call a school, and the school wanted a new whatever gym because it's closed or destroyed, and they pay the gym. End That's of really the story. A direct donation for direct things. And I totally said in Vancouver also we had so many fucking charities that came to our Bowers restaurant and wanted like vouchers for the for the uh, uh, lottery, you know, at the gala, the gala, the night of a thousand stars, the gala. There was one gala after the other. So if you as a, if a restaurant owner, they're coming nonstop to you and want free dinners, what they auction off or whatever, right? For charity. But all that charities... Uh, I mean, for PR reasons, we gave some, uh, we, we, we auctioned stuff off. But for the charities, it's basically exactly how you say. They have staff, they have offices, they fly around. 70 to 80% is stuck in the, in the umbrella cost of the charity, including the advertising. And that doesn't trigger in me anything. You know, that doesn't that doesn't make me donate something. I, I donated to Peter. I donated to, to various things, to the Rhino Fund in Africa to save the rhinos. But uh, uh, like thousands of dollars, not like we're not talking about here, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but, but always like a few thousand bucks. And uh, I don't find things where I'm sure that my money for exactly what they say. So I have here a guy who's building like uh, uh, like heroes for animals. He has a TV show also where they basically go and help animal shelters with a, a troop of people. And they they built them basically. They renovate the animal shelter. They make it nicer for the animals, and they have a uh, a sponsor uh, um, with for the TV show giving uh, food away. No whole truck of food comes in the end from the sponsor driving up and unloads the truck and dog beds and so on. But this guy, I know personally very good. And I gave him a few thousand bucks uh, from time to time. I give him like, why are 2000 bucks, 2000 bucks so that he doesn't think, hey, I buy a Porsche. No, because I know he's really after even the TV show, he revealed the animal shelters a year or two years later. And they always need some money, you know. And then I know if I give him two thousand bucks, he uh, donates it to individual animal shelters. In uh, they have uh, problems, you know. And um, because for the TV show, of course, it's all paid by the TV. But the question is a lot of times, what then? Yeah. Now you get all the free food. You have the new renovations. All the animals are there, and then you're left alone and whatever. And two, three years later, you run out of money again, or half a year later, you run uh, out of food, and then they 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 need donations. And th that is for me a little more sympathetic um, as to give money to the World Wildlife Fund or uh, you know Doctors Without Borders or stuff. They're all good. Greenpeace, they're all good organizations, but think about how much money Greenpeace spends on advertising. Hundreds of millions a year. A lot of the ones that really need the help are the ones that can't afford advertising. Yes, you know, who are just like the, 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 the smaller ones where you do a direct donation. And 
they are more sympathetic uh, um, for me, I have to say, you know. Naja. Ja, what else was on the agenda? Ah, uh, so it's been such a long, so many things have happened. I'm trying to think. Um, But you know what? Oh, the, the stress things, I just didn't look at the news every five minutes. And that relaxes you too. I really can recommend that to everybody, especially in the evening time. Don't watch the news anymore. It's just like, because nothing really changes. I mean, Ukraine is boiling up, of course, but a lot of things, Corona, whatever, like you can rail yourself up the whole day with that stuff, or you uh, just let it slide and say, look, more important is now how I feel here right now. That's a good yeah. way to put it. That's a good way to think of it. Mental health, time to unwind, time for ourselves. I agree. Yeah, I never meditated my whole life. And I tried now various ones in like the last 10 days, two weeks. And uh, I cannot say I'm, I'm really successful with it. But alone the fact to, for example, lay down and look at the ceiling or the clouds or whatever for 15 minutes and have your phone off and just be silent for yourself has a very positive effect. You know, it's, it's, uh, if, if it's always like in earlier years, I was always a fast, I more and more and more uh, double tasking everything. But that what you said was the unwinding, I can really recommend. It's, it's just like take your 15 minutes out of the day and just sit down point and just be almost like in a trance or in a uh, just look at the ceiling and and just breathe and don't think about anything it really had a positive effect on me very quickly you know so uh it it it, it brings you down in a negative way it brings you down from a high stress level uh down to like mental true. clarity Yeah, exactly. You know, so and and uh, there's so many on YouTube and Spotify, whatever. Like when you Google it, there's so many uh, 15 minutes just with music, always people talking, and um, I, I I really enjoy this. Um, <clears throat> I think that will be one of the thing I will continue to do, and uh, I recommend also Wim Hof is a Dutch guy and he's doing like, he's the name of the Iceman. He has like 25 Guinness Book of Records uh, things for being the longest in the ice or in the, he was one hour, 40 minutes in an ice bucket. So uh, I don't do this because I think I can get a heart attack and die. But what <laughs> I'm doing, yeah, it's just too much for me. We don't have an ice bucket here. It's no possible. I can only have a cold shower. And that is already hard on me for 30 seconds being in a cold shower or something. But uh, he's doing a breathing uh, thing. It's on YouTube where you basically flood your lungs with oxygen in a way because you breathe in and out without pause. So you basically do like... <gasps> So you have to do no pause. And then after 30 seconds, if you do it, uh, or not 30 seconds, you, you breathe 30 times in and out without a break, like deep in, deep out, deep in, deep out, 30 times. 
and then in the video you have to just breathe out and then stop breathing for 30 seconds and then after the 30 seconds and it's no problem you will see there's no problem if you try that uh, because the the when you when you do the 30 breathing in and out before you're full of oxygen it's unbelievable and then you you uh breathe uh, uh you breathe in and hold it for 15 seconds and then comes the second round where you do this exactly the same again 30 times in and out in and out and then you breathe out after the 30s and then you wait then you hold your breath 60 seconds and also this yeah and then you do a third round with 90 seconds stop and breathing and i tell you it works at the first time even natalie uh, my wife could do it right off the bat and i could never stop breathing for 90 seconds my whole life i mean the maximum i can hold my breath normal is like 60 seconds but if you do the breathing it's totally it, it really works but you have to just to totally relax, right? You have to lay down for it, or you just stay, uh, you sit down and you just totally relax. I always stare then here on my uh, uh, keyboard, basically, uh, and I see the, the video running in the back, and it totally works. And the great thing with it is, even if you do only two seconds, but with that breathing, that is what deep diver do. That is the reason they can dive five minutes. So they do it, of course, in a bigger scale, but you flood your cells and your brain with oxygen. And it's really good. It really, really works. And oh. I'm, uh, I have to say, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very a big fan, uh, big fan of this. I will send you on WhatsApp the link. And, yes, uh, the link. I'll check this out. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting because it makes you right away like you're proud of yourself if you do it right, and you totally like, uh, uh, yeah, you feel good. And I'll it put really the link on this episode so other people who are listening can try it too if they want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I open as, WhatsApp. As a result, guys, I mean we're at forty six minutes. Do you want to wrap up for? uh yeah i mean we i think we are we are good and i will send you the vim hof thing right now on whatsapp and then you can try for yourself and you will see uh that is i sent you to german but i mean you you don't even need to know german you totally understand what he's saying breeze like you see it like breathing in and out and stop breathing so it's like uh, I'm, I'm sure you find it on youtube in english too but it doesn't really need it because it's like you have it written in front of you i mean it's okay. it's showing on the video what you have to do so you don't really have to uh, know exactly what he says there but but in between he just says like okay uh, you're doing good give it all whatever stuff like this he said the main point is do the 30 times breathing in out in out and then you go with the stopwatch like not your stopwatch it's right in front of you in the video you just follow the video it's so easy it's it's amazing okay. and okay. wonderful this is great we had something we learned something great today everybody and it's wonderful to have uva ball back on the show He'll be on vacation for like another week, but we'll have him back on the show real soon. Yeah, in like one and a half uh, weeks, 
I'm back from the vacation and then we uh, proceed with our show a week, no problem. Yeah, and okay. everybody, I, I, I will do a couple news things here and there and hopefully, you know, you don't get too mad that it's just me and not Uber Ball too. <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. guys, thank you. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye.